Welcome back to the RAJ Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie J. And tonight, we have very, very special guest stars. We have Chicken Chow Maney and Waddley Amber joined us in the studio tonight, everybody. <laughs> so I'll let my two guests introduce themselves. Now, I told you we were going to have a very special episode this week, okay? There might be multiple episodes this week. There might be so many goddamn episodes, you don't know what to do with yourself, man! So... I just want you to sit back and enjoy yourself. Enjoy the conversations we're going to be having. And put your fucking mask on, everybody. Put your mask on, everybody. Um, and really enjoy the podcast. And I hope that you really like what we're going to be talking about tonight. Since it's... Since it's... You hear what I just did there? With my fucked up voice? Since it's... Like I just had puberty? Jesus Christ. Um, sorry, let me, let me try it again. Since this uh, podcast is going to be... No, but I really want to um, to thank my two guests for coming. Since it's Halloween week, we wanted to do kind of a special episode where we talk about all things creepy. So we're going to kind of start off talking about ghosts and who the hell knows where the conversation will go from there. But we're going to talk about personal experiences, things that we've seen. And I can tell you off the bat, I haven't seen a goddamn thing. So it'll be up to the ladies to talk about that. But uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. My Amber here. <laughs> I am the one known as Coach J. Yes. We got, we, Mrs. Miss Pete. <laughs> Mrs. Right. Miss Pete. Right. Got, voting for that one. We got, we got Miss Pete's wife here, Coach J, and Ma Amber is joining us in the studio today. Miss um, Spence's wife. So I, I guess we wanted to start off. We talked at work this week about kind of doing this podcast and what we were going to do for it. I sent my Amber a whole bunch of ideas and she redlined the whole goddamn thing and was like, we're not doing half of this shit, bitch. <laughs> three suggestions. <laughs> yeah, with your three suggestions. Coming from the guy wearing big Bigfoot shorts right now. I am literally, because it's a creepy podcast, I and you can't see him, you know, because I don't want you to see my area, but I am wearing Bigfoot PJs tonight. Um, so I, I guess we'll just kind of start off with, uh, first, what are, what are your thoughts on paranormal things like ghosts you believe in them uh like you know do you have a personal history we'll go into your personal history in a little bit but could you kind of talk a little bit about that my amber yes just yes to all of it yes to all of it yeah, yeah. would you like to elaborate Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like what, what got you interested in the paranormal i think i remember like really realizing now i was probably a really weird kid i watched poltergeist I remember that was like the earliest like old scary movie that I watched. My grandfather used to like um, take the VHSs and record them off the television. And he had this mm. slew of VHSs in his basement, and he yeah. had like Chucky and Pet Cemetery, yeah. Children of the Corn, Poltergeist was one. And I remember watching it, and like it didn't freak me out. I was like, that'd be cool. And I was like, I think that's like the earliest memory I have of like being interested in spooky stuff and not really freaked out about not it. Even the creepy clown that didn't freak you out. No, well, I hate clowns. Ooh. I don't. I avoid clown things altogether. Clowns. clowns are next level. Coach Jay's right on that. When those clowns were walking around, like scaring kids, like was it five years ago and stuff, and people were like, like didn't one of them get like shot or something? And then everyone stopped dressing as clowns for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, America. Like, no, I'm enough with that. Um, definitely no clowns. But yeah, like. Um, the, the people stuff scares me more than, like, the supernatural stuff. Like, Scream terrified me. Yeah. That could be real. I also watched that at, like, age nine. That was probably wrong. Like, I have something wrong with my mom for letting me do that. Um, but, yeah. 
just always kind of been interested in it. And just kind of a segue into that, because it's an interesting discussion, because I feel like when we were growing up, watching scary movies at a young age was normal. Yeah. Like you watched mm-hmm. the the craziest shit at like eight years old. We're watching like Terminator and mm-hmm. people getting their arms and legs fucking blown off. But I'll never let the kids watch anything like that. And they're, they're almost 13. So I, I don't know. It just seems strange to me. But also horror movies now are so much more like gory. So like more gory, more disturbing, more like twisted. And I'm like, I'm just looking for a couple of jump scares, you know, yeah. like that, that was fun to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've always, I guess, been a weird kid too, because usually I'm like puppies and rainbows, but actually I love Tim Burton. I love all of his creepy little films. Mm-hmm. Um, big into X-Files. That's my girl. Um, and, you know, my mom was always into the spooky stuff. And she was like, you want to have X-Files podcast? You, you call them <laughs> You watch Tales from the Crypt, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Creepy little um, and, and I loved, what was that show in the night? Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Robert Stack. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Um, yeah, but I've always thought the spooky stuff was was fun. I totally believe in ghosts. I don't think that... I don't think that they're generally evil. I mean, some might be, but I think overall they're just coming to visit. Coach Jay, do you think, um, do you think that you've always kind of believed that? Have you come to, to believe that they're real just through like watching, as I call it, YouTube and shit like that? I mean, is it through the video? How do you, what made you think that this was a possibility? I don't know. I always thought it was more, I guess it's more like a spiritual kind of thing, kind of the purgatory, you know, lost souls, that kind of stuff. It's probably from movies and books and stuff like that that I've read. Um, But, you know, if we want to get into experiences, you want to go there? Yeah, in just a second. I want to actually follow up with with my Amber and ask Mm -hmm. her, like, did you always believe, did you get to a point where you did believe this or... Like, was there a precipitating incident where you're like, oh, this is probably a real deal? I want to sum up my thoughts. I think I've always been, like, like an open mind. I'm open to all of it Mm -hmm. with a healthy dose of skepticism. If it can be easily explained, if it can be debunked, if I can poke 15 holes in it, I'm going to do that first before I believe something. Um, But... I'm not going to discount anyone else's real experiences because if you've heard stories from other people and you see like the terror in their eyes and like, you know, they're not making it up. You just get a feeling about people. And then it, it also experiencing certain things myself that just can't be explained. Right. Um, I don't know if that's it, but they just can't be explained. So I think my mind's just open to whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it, you know, alternate planes of reality? Is it ghosts? Is it purgatory? Is it demonic? It just depends. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's really kind of where... I come down on it, especially, I mean, as you hear on the podcast, me frequently, as Coach Jay likes to say, I love to rant. I'm a big ranter. <laughs> I get really mad at every fucking thing. It's just who I am. I can't help it. But I think that that kind of goes into what you both are talking about in that as kind of a phenomenon, it's really hard to distinguish between what's real and what people are just fucking around and making up. With AI and especially people. Right up with their trail cams and putting monsters in front of them and like, like you, you can't trust what you see on the internet anymore as right. far as like 
and like alien sightings, Bigfoot sightings, all of it. I you can't believe any of it. Yeah, that's why I'm like YouTube. Right. Because yeah. you don't know. You don't know <clears throat> what people are doctoring up there. Yeah, I mean, I recently heard from from uh, I was watching a podcast that was talking about this subject or something near it, and the gentleman that was talking about how he had researched uh, paranormal activity. He was a scientist. And he researched paranormal activity, and he had found that between, uh, <laughs> it's pretty high, 98 and 99% were all fake. Mm -hmm. However, that leaves a 1% to 2% that are real, and he could not explain them. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's enough, right? Even if it's a 0.5%, that's still enough, in my opinion, to say that this is at least something that should be looked at and should be considered mm -hmm. scientifically. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you mentioned Coach Jay about talking about experiences. So do you want to start? Do you have a couple experiences that you'd like to, to share with the audience? Yeah. Um, okay. So the first one was a physical, like visual one. It was actually at Mamba's mm -hmm. creepy ass house in England when we were overseas. My house in England was 110 years old is what the property owner said. Like, set the stage of what the house looked like. Like, the floor beneath the hardwood was dirt. <laughs> so this yes. is how old this house And you was. could, like, lift up the, like, planks. Yeah. And, like, see the earth. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool, Not actually. an energy-efficient house. Yeah. Um, there was, like, one afternoon. This wasn't even, like, a nighttime, like, creepy thing. No, it was, like, 6 p.m. or something. Yeah. Um, we were, oh, we had been making these like move-in kits for, with like extra you know dishes pots and pans towels like things like that and, so when people get to the uk they mm -hmm. have a, you know a bucket of supplies to get them through until right. their their stuff arrives right very nice program by the way that's great um who ran that program by the way oh my Amba. <laughs> and mrs miss pete right that's right <laughs> mrs miss pete um but we were going through some stuff that was donated and um, I had taken a set of glasses out of, out of a box and I sat them down. They had been sitting there for a few minutes and all of a sudden, both of them totally in sync, popped up, popped back down on the floor. And I turned around like, Mamba, did you, did you see that? Did you hear that? Like, she's like, what, 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 what? And it was just that little thing. There was no earthquake. There was no earthquake. It's not Nothing like else I could, moved. Yeah. Just these it, two glasses. It, there was no draft. There was, like, I didn't, like, slam them down or anything. They just, they had been sitting there, and they both hopped. That's crazy. No, I, I didn't And I know I'm, it. like, visually making motions, and you can't see me. But they hopped. Yeah. It, it was freaky. I didn't see it happen, but the second you yelled and I turned around, my back was to you, and mm -hmm. like, why would you make that up on the spot? So clearly, again, you had an experience. Yeah. Cannot be explained. Yep. It's not like right. we all felt the earth move or a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff shook because someone was walking yep. downstairs. Like, it's just you and I. Yeah. And that happened. And that's a real experience. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, I didn't get like, didn't, couldn't like see my breath and like have all of the coldness and creepiness the stereotypical the yeah ghost hunters fake but, experience yeah it, i mean that was that was all there was to that one but something else that happened in that house yeah go well, tell about your no, house. no while we're on topic of the house oh, like yeah i never got like a bad feeling in that house but i got a weird feeling first we have to talk about the weird third floor attic space 
the bees. Yeah. So we move into this house and we realize like, oh, it's got a, it's got a whole window up on the third floor, but there's no staircase. How the hell do we get up there? So we pull down the attic space and we go up into the attic. It's huge. This house is old and, and huge for England standards. And up in the attic is this one room completely out of place. Like it's drywalled up. It has a space like heater like on the wall in it. Um, what are those heaters called? They were in England. The radiator. Radiator. Yeah, radiator. It had one of those. It had electricity. It had a light and a window. And it was a completely walled off room with the door with a lock on the outside. It existed up there. And we got up there and there's just tons and tons of dead bees, which that can be explained. Bees try to get out through the sunlight and they yeah. try to probably escape the hot ass attic or whatever. Anyway, but it was creepy AF. But anyway, we um go, we go away did you both see this at the same time? Or the you... bees in the, the attic space? Yeah. Were you... I was not there for it, but my I house knew hunt. about the bees. Okay. Yeah, for my you house hunt, there was other people with us. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, the only other like weird thing, other than having that weird feeling about the attic space and not kind of wanting to be up there by myself mm-hmm. too much, like um, we came back from a quick little weekend vacation and went into a spare bedroom, which no one ever goes into. Unless, remember I told you about that? I forgot about that. I sent you a picture. Yes. I was pretty freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our dog with us and everything. So no one, nothing was in this house. Um, door was closed, spare bedroom. We only opened it up when guests from America would come stay, which that didn't happen here and our house was locked up. I go and open up that bedroom door just to check out the house when I get home. I always check every room because I'm, you know, a psycho like that. And... The bed is entirely a mess. Pillows thrown everywhere. I met, immediately just got frozen. Just yeah, me too. I'm, I'm remembering <laughs> as you as you talked about it. Yeah. Um. I was like, told my husband, I was like, get in here now. Did you sleep in here or anything like that before we left? He's like, no. What are you talking about? Maybe the dog got in there. I'm like, this door is closed all the time. The dog didn't get in there, and it was like unmade, like a person in there. I'm like, is someone mm-hmm. in our house right now? I was checking everything else to see if anything was out of place, did the, you know, a dish, anything to give evidence that someone broke into our house while we were gone. But it was all locked up the way we left it. The room was closed. Nothing, there was no sign of anything. This completely destroyed bed. It was, I, I got goosebumps. Like someone mm-hmm. played an evil prank on me. It was one of you guys. I hate you, but. No, it was not. <laughs> no, so like, I got it. <laughs> I wish I would have. Can't I think explain that one either. Yeah. So right. that, that house definitely had some energy to it. Sorry, tangent. I stole it. Go ahead. Your turn again. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, but the one other experience that I had. Um, so I was very close to my granddaddy. And he passed away in 2015. Um, so he he was old school and he would smoke a pipe. And there was a very specific tobacco he used to smoke. It's called Captain Black. And... Um, I think it was the year after, um, but on his birthday, out of nowhere, Captain Black. I could smell it. It was very strange. Hmm. The same year he passed? I think it was the year after. Yeah, after, okay. The year after. But yeah, I was just in in my house. Nobody smokes in my house. I don't have any of that in the house, but yeah, it's like he was visiting. But I didn't, it didn't scare me. It just, I found it comforting. Hmm. So kind of cool. That's 
That's why I'm like, well, not all ghosts are evil. It's just the spirit coming to visit you. I think it's a feeling you get too. You know when mm-hmm. something's just not right. Your, right. your prickly is like will go off yep. if something just feels like you need to get out. Mm-hmm. I think that we have those basic human instincts for, you know, they're built in us, you know, from mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of years ago. So why mm-hmm. does that happen when certain things happen to you? It's a fight or yeah. flight response. Mm-hmm. And if it didn't happen to you with that, then it's probably not a bad presence. That's what I believe. At right, least. right. Yeah, I mean, I can, I mean, I, I can definitely say that I've experienced that when going into certain properties or things like that. There is a definite, definite aura change, energy, however, energy, however you want mm-hmm. to term it, to say that this place is not holy. Uh, I don't know how else to quantify it other than that, to just know mm-hmm. that this place, something right here, yeah. whether it was, as we've talked about earlier, um, some sort of demonic entity or somebody was doing something uh, sadistic in the house. You can sense that when you enter mm-hmm. uh, uh, some sort of place, uh, these old hospitals that you go into, things like that, or going into a room where someone died, you just feel the energy change. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think there is a sixth sense there, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know how to quantify it or how to relate it. But I agree with you that that, that kind of human experience is easier to understand than it is um these these rogue videos that you have because you never know whether Mm -hmm. that's bullshit or not but an experience no one can take that from you you have the experience you either the people either believe it or they think you're full of shit Mm -hmm. especially if there's witnesses to that experience it just like corroborates you further like i'm not crazy yeah i didn't make this up right someone else witnessed it it happened to them too or they Mm -hmm. saw it happen to me or whatever it is um you think on that note you think like buildings and properties and objects can hold memory. There's a big theory with that. And is that sometimes what we're feeling when we walk into these places or is Mm -hmm. it like people, spirit, energy? I think so. I think especially if something bad or terrible or evil happened there. Yeah. I I tend to agree. I think they call it imprinting is when there's an extreme uh, psychological terror or something that happened within Mm -hmm. a, within a room or a space that that's imprinted on the structure because people will say that uh, if they bought a property where someone was murdered and they start renovating the property, whatever that they're doing with the renovation unleashes, whatever is in there. Mm -hmm. You hear about um, poltergeist activity, things like that, weird things happening in the house, um, visions. uh, And and it seems to be predicated on the fact that you're changing the structure of, of the house. Now, I always try and, and I even wrote it in my notes to you guys, I always try and weigh it with what I believe spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I have a hard time with that. Like, you know, just as not to get, I'm not going to get biblical. Don't freak out anyone. We're not going to get biblical <laughs> on this podcast. But I mean, in. if you believe in heaven, you also believe in hell. That's and, correct. Yeah. So there is, and there's two sides. So, and this is a great point, my Amber, which is that, if there's balance in all things, then there would be balance in that realm as well, right? Okay. You'd have evil spirits, but you'd also have the good ones too, which mm-hmm. makes sense. But what I have a problem with is just like, if, if you die, you're supposed to go to a certain place. But, you know, well, Catholics believe in purgatory, so there is a mm-hmm. space between heaven and hell. Um, you know, everybody has their different belief systems and, and such. But, you know, from a Protestant standpoint, you're just supposed to go where you're supposed to go, right? Mm-hmm. So... And to your point, how does it explain? I was pointing at Coach Jay, mm-hmm. sorry. To, to Coach Jay's point, <laughs> yeah. how are we supposed to know exactly what's going on or exactly what these entities are? So, whatever theories you guys have, I'd be interested to hear. I mean, Jay. I think it it's hard to think. For me, I also think it's hard to think about 
you know, even though my loved one is going to heaven, can they really never come back and visit? You know what I mean? So I think that you can kind of, I don't know. If I envision heaven as happiness, what would make me happy is to go is see to my come loved see ones. my loved right. ones, right. And right. I mean, as far as, you know, purgatory goes is, you know, unfinished business or, you know, um, you know, the person's just not ready. Trauma's preventing them. Yeah, there's yeah. there's something there that I think there's truth to that. Hang out. Absolutely. Yeah. Some kind of like tragic death, I think we'll call that. Or somebody goes like I don't know. People say go before their time. Mm-hmm. That's like just a, a I don't know. I don't like that term too mm-hmm. much because because I mean, we all have a time and how are you going to say that's before their time? How do you know that? Right. right. Who the fuck are you? Like mm-hmm. that's their time because mm-hmm. they they went. <laughs> during it but how they go you know if you're not ready that person wasn't ready or Mm -hmm. whatever their belief system might not allow them to go one way or another it's it's just it's a giant unknown yeah anyone who's like this is what happens when you're dying this and this and this how you know full shit no one knows it's it's life's biggest biggest mystery Mm -hmm. (coughs) don't know yeah, it's I mean, back thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago where they were looking up to the heavens and the stars and they're mm-hmm. trying to decipher why are we here? Right. What does it all mean? Like, it's people's, humans' biggest question. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think it'll always remain that way. I don't ever get an answer. And, you know, and then it makes you kind of question your own belief system sometimes. Just like, what if there's just nothing? Right. I think this is all too complex to be nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do is it something that, you know, you kind of, like, it, you know, is heaven real or is it a nice idea? You know? I, think, I think I go back and forth yeah. about this stuff because, I mean, I truly believe in heaven. Mm-hmm. I know I sound like I'm contradicting myself. Mm-mm. But, um, you know, I, like you said, open-minded about other people's views on these things. I'm not that full so of myself for my religion to not to say that the other things might be true too. Right. Or there's, there's truth in yep. 70% of ours. and seventy. Yep. I think the whole world actually has one religion. When you boil it down, there's a greater power mm-hmm. and we're here for a purpose. Everyone's mm-hmm. little spin is because of cultural differences, because of time differences, yeah. because of physical separation by yep. the continents and everyone, you know, people, culture going their own path. But mm-hmm. when you look, you know, the cave drawings and stuff like that, there are similarities in like countries where they would never have been able theoretically to have contact with one another. And mm-hmm. they are drawing the same pictures. Even the aliens. Even yeah. the aliens. Even the aliens. <laughs> you get it. I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Okay. If aliens yes. come from the heavens, <clears throat> we don't know. Like, it might all be real in some way. And it's just, it's not a supernatural thing. It's an actual thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, one like, of the running theories is that our aliens are demons. That is a running theory right now in religious circles Ooh, that yeah. they're demons. So, yeah. But what I believe about biblical God, that's not the point of this. It's just, it, did, right. it just all ties in. It does. Right. It, sure. Yeah. It just makes you like really think of it indifferent. There's truth yeah. in all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, you knew what I was saying. I do. I got you. Right. I like that. So one of the things I actually wrote down while we were talking was, if there's one thing I'm sure about, it's that ghost kids are not fucking kids. I don't believe it. They're demons showing themselves as children. 100%. I I totally think that. Ooh, I just got another chill. Yeah. Mm. Children are innocent. They move on. 
Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's a disguise. And because uh, you, you always Ooh, hear these cases. I never thought about that. Yeah. It makes your skin crawl. No. Yeah, I it just does. got. It's making me have goosebumps. <laughs> I've never right seen now. a ghost. I got the heat. Yeah, yeah. That means... I don't believe it. I, I actually yeah. think that that is, for lack of a better term, a tool of the devil because you'll always hear about um, these kids who have experiences with ghosts, right? Yeah. The ghost that comes to them or this entity that comes to them is always a child. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, sometimes it's a tall man, whatever. But nine times out of ten, it's another child who starts small. They have their side conversations. Then it morphs into start doing these bad things. Right, every time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then it morphs into, you know, you need to hurt yourself. You need to hurt others. And I'm just like, whatever these things are, they're not ghosts, in my opinion. These are demons. These Wrote are down. entities that are evil. Before we started, I just yeah. made notes like memory joggers for myself with some things that have happened to me. So don't yeah. forget to share them. Okay. Right on here, demons. Fuck no. I just don't. I just don't. Yeah, I agree I don't with even you. talk about it, really, because mm-hmm. I don't want to welcome that energy into my right. life. No, I totally yeah. agree. But I agree with you on that point. Yeah, yeah, I just think that if you're seeing the kids, it ain't that ain't a kid, bro. I don't yeah. know how to tell people that, but every time I hear that, like on these podcasts or I hear these stories, I'm just like, it's a demon. I know it's a demon. Coach yeah. is a quit trampling around up there with her left feet, <laughs> scaring the shit out of me as we're talking. About this. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, coach is upstairs messing around with Sleep. a little bee, so we gotta. gotta she doesn't want to talk about. It this might be a little right. bee stomping around up there. Yeah, it might be. Stop doing it when I'm all creeped out, guys. You get it. But yeah, I've always kind of thought that, and it's just like um, you hear these these stories and about these terrified kids, and it always seems to to be followed up by some sort of poltergeist activity. So I, it's just like what you both were just talking about. How does it all tie in? I have no fucking idea. I don't understand. But it does. But it does somehow, and you're you're absolutely correct. And there's just there's something greater than us out there. I think all three of us agree on that. Uh, what it is or how it works, who the fuck knows. Um, but it, it's interesting to talk about for sure. Are you laughing at my list of experiences? I've, you're just making notes and making funny faces at me. Yeah, there's a lot of notes over there, my you say things, it's triggering memories and stuff. You yeah. talk about kids. Yeah. Right. And like Haley said some weird shit to me the other day, yeah. driving home from daycare. And it made me be like, girl, stop saying freaky shit or I'm going to lock you in the closet. Yeah. yeah. So Ooh. driving home from daycare and she's like, mommy, don't yell at the people. I was like, what are you talking about? Don't yell at the people. Because, you know, I'm an aggressive driver. <laughs> like that. Um, and, but, like, we're not sitting in traffic or anything. We're just moseying on home. Just don't yell at the people. The ambulance is there. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? There's no ambulance, Haley. She's been on this ambulance fire engine kick and, like, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then she was like, something like, um, if you get hit by a car, you are dead and then you're asleep. I have never talked to this child about death. I'm like, what is she watching? Whoa. Where? I monitor her television right. closely. Where is she getting this from? And I'm like, I had that flashback to Sixth Sense movie of like the, when he's driving in the car and all the dead people in the accident are outside the car staring at him, like talking to him. I'm like, is she I seeing see dead people? <laughs> <laughs> what is this kid talking about right now? The like, kids are just freaking. I'm sorry. That was a tangent too. But it's okay. Like, why do they see these things? Kids and animals. Yep. You ever, especially cats. Oh man. And they like just stare at the wall. Cats stare at the wall all the time. No, yeah. but they get all twitchy and <clears throat> I don't know. You know they get hyper. No, that's different. They they're crazy too. But <laughs> no, my cat would like stare at the wall and like meow at something. Yeah, they can see the things. They can see the animals and kids can see I the think, things. I think they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, I think we're born with the ability to see what mm-hmm. most people can't see. Well, they'd just be like staring at something in particular. It's like, what? What is it? What is that? Right. That's like, what is that movie? There's a movie like that where you have to remember what it was like to actually see it because what is the fuck is this? Peter Pan. Maybe. Maybe it's like a maybe it's like a Disney type movie where it's just like you can't see it anymore because you grew out of it, like Santa oh, Claus. The, yeah. Um, yeah. What is it called? The Polar Express when you can't hear the bell. Anymore? Yes, right. That Something makes like that. Cry. Yeah. <laughs> he can it, still hear it of though. Of course it does. Yeah. It's like what, Drop Dead Fred, where you can't see him anymore once you get bigger. Isn't that? Isn't mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You yep. just grow out of it because you no longer believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the magic of Christmas, basically, but with horror. You can get bent with that. All right, Tim Burton, calm down. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I apologize. So we're about to wrap up our uh, first episode. We have about a minute and a half left. Um, any kind of final thoughts on what we've just talked about? Obviously, I mean, yeah. my Amber has 35 more experiences, so this no, is going to be a three-hour podcast. We've got 40 episodes to film. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we can, cut, we can cut this one off a minute early so we can get started on the next one. All right, one. that sounds good. <laughs> All right, y'all, we'll see you in the next episode. I appreciate you listening. This is R.I.J. Robbie J. signing off. See ya.